and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am joined today on this lovely day with my best friend, Angelica. Angelica, how are you today? I'm so excited! I I can't believe that we're finally getting a chance to do this episode. I am head to toe Fully decked out in all my favorite bias gear. I've got the beautiful shirt that you made for me, which is now missing TVXQ, but that's the only (laughs) person that it's missing. I've got my Mino socks on. I've got my Chanyo pillow here to protect me Uh and keep me company. I even have my Chanyo lotion in my purse. Like, I am ready. Ready. Awesome. I also have a Mino shirt on as well and the same Mino socks. We took a picture of them in the lobby because it was cute that we wore the same socks. I haven't brought this up yet, but I have more than 30 pairs of shiny socks. It's a thing. I'll get into it. But that we wore the exact same ones is funny. Um yeah, we're ready to, we've been teasing this since like episode one or two. Like we'll do this bias episode, but now it's finally time. Yay! So this Chandler might. is excited. He, she's shaking the pillow around. It's very, it's super cute. It's the funniest little pillow. You know, I love it. It doesn't even really look like him. His ears aren't floppy enough, but I like it. No, it's funny. <laughs> um, okay, so an important, we're getting into an, a very important part of K-pop fandom, a word that like as soon as you get into K-pop, you start seeing all over the mm-hmm. place. Yeah, it's usually even listed, like we've mentioned um, member profiles very often for when you're getting to know a group. And usually at the bottom of a member profile page, it will say, it will say like, who is your blah, blah, blah bias? And it'll have all of the the members like, like listed. like a poll or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the very first vocabulary word, which is bias. Mm-hmm. And I know that previously we had been using like the word like ultimate crush to describe this with it because we didn't want to go into too much detail Mm -hmm. but um as a listener like pointed out and as we wanted to explain like i think a bias is a lot more than just like the member you think is the cutest like Mm -hmm. but that's essentially boiling it down to its simplest terms the bias is your favorite yeah who's your favorite member of something but you call it a bias Mm -hmm. like you are biased them. Right. And I think that that word can mean different things to different people. Oh, yeah. Um, in its simplest term, like Shannon just said, it is your favorite. I also described it as like the one who catches your eye and warms your heart. <laughs> like if you were in a plane crash, this is the one that you would save. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, the one who's who you would fish out of the water first. Yeah, your yeah, your bias, your favorite member. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty simple. Most people have all kinds of biases, and like we said, it can mean many different things to many people. Like mm-hmm. you know, I think you'll see people sometimes like I've just discovered this group. I think so and so is my bias. Like, yeah. You know, it's just, like, the person you pick first. And it can change over time. Like, a lot of times you'll talk to, like, older K-pop fans and they'll be like, oh, so-and-so was my bias. And then this person, like, became my bias or whatever. Like, Yeah, they can change. It's not a hard and fast rule. And, yeah, it could be the one that you are, like, the most sexually attracted to. Or it could be the one that you want to put in your pocket. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of different feelings involved. But that it's just that one's your favorite. Yeah. 
your favorite for a variety of reasons. And I think um, you can obviously have more than one bias, I think, but usually you tend to have only one bias per group. Yes, I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. Um, So our next vocabulary word, just to get the vocab out of the way before the gushing begins, um, is ultimate bias, Mm -hmm. which is like another step. Um, And I think this means... Of all of the biases you may have for all of the many groups that you have, like the one, mm-hmm. the one person yeah. that like I was going to the make the example of who the one you would save from a fire. But I thought, oh, that seems too dark, like for biases, <laughs> because if if all of my biases were trapped in a burning house, I would just go in and die with them. Like, <laughs> if they- <laughs> If they were like, you can only save one, I'd be like, well, then it's all over because I like wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do, like, I wouldn't want to do that. That would be, that would be. So in the non-fire example, I feel like in in a less, in a less harsh example, like, let's say you only have one picture frame. (laughs) Who's the person you're going to, you know, you, you can just pick one. But in a less life or death situation. Right. And that's your ultimate bias. I define my ultimate bias um, in shiny terms, obviously. Uh, I'd say that they are your one of one. Yes. And uh, across all styles and looks, they will always make always your Always be your flutter. favorite. Your favorite, favorite, ultimate, ultimate bias. Um, and then the third term, which I think is like a funny one, um, is bias wrecker. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people say bias ruiner. Right. Um, and this, I think this is like slightly more loosely defined. Um, these usually tend to be like within the group, perhaps, where it's like so and so's my bias, but like I keep looking at so and so. He's such a bias wrecker. Like they're coming for your bias. And I feel like to me, in most cases with bias wreckers, there seems to be like a bit of a horny anger to it <laughs> i uh yeah i said the one that's so cute it makes you angry and bitter in the way that uh you're sitting there thinking i didn't want to like you yes there like there's definitely like a resentment yeah involved in bias records like because you they, love them but like you are trying to give attention and time to your bias uh-huh. and you're like hey stop it and then they just sort of crash <laughs> through the wall like the kool-aid man and you're suddenly like excuse you I was busy over here. Exactly. Please get your face away from me. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bias record. Um, I touched on this a long time ago and said that I wasn't going to bring it up, but like it's important and it's got to come up sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are four Korean words that you will see used in fan culture, like whatever you're doing, if you're on Twitter or whatever, you're going to see these words used. So we're going to tell you what they mean. Um, basically in Korean speech and social higher, there's a lot of, there's hierarchy and it's based on how old you are in relation to the person that you are talking to. Um, and a lot of these terms are familial. Mm-hmm. So, um, the term for older brother, if you are a female, per, a female identified person talking to a male identified person who is older than you, then you would use the word oppa. Mm-hmm. which means older older brother. And then if you were talking to a female person who's older than you and you are a fem- identified as a female person, you use the word unni. Mm-hmm. Then if you're a male identified person and you're talking to another male older than you, it's hyong. Mm-hmm. And then female older than you, nuna. Mm-hmm. So these terms come up a lot because 
despite them meaning technically older brother, older sister. Right. Um, and you would use those about your actual family members. Right. These also apply to like friends and schoolmates and people that you associate with. You also use these familial terms if you are close with them. Um, and opa especially comes up in romantic relationships a lot. I feel like Korean dudes like being called oppa. Yeah. Like it's kind of, it's like, oh, you're, prote- like oh, you're protecting me yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like totally a thing that like you see in dramas, like the whiny girlfriend trying to get her way will be like, oppa. And, and then like, they like, and melt. then they melt. Yeah. So because K-pop fans tend to be a lot younger than their biases or whatever, you will see a lot of like, Opa, like happening when people are like melting down or talking about their biases. They You'll like, definitely will. see it all over YouTube comments on stuff. Uh-huh. Like they'll be like, oh, opa, like why do you do this to me or whatever. Yeah. I have no opas. I am too old. I don't ever, I never get to use that word. And I know that it's like a thing that also people find really cringy. Like there are plenty of people who get very upset when people use these terms. Like I don't like them. Um, but. I I'm, I can't use it because I'm too old. I finally have one. And you finally one. have one. I'm really jealous. I finally have one. His name is You Know, <laughs> and I love him so. You know, you know. Much. We we. I finally nothing. know. <laughs> I finally know, and my life will never be the same. I have watched something of TVXQ every single day since for weeks since I know. Love Line came out. Like I. I don't know what to say. I'm I'm just in love. Yeah. Okay. I'm in love. I'm in love. So we'll <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. I just wanted to explain those terms because you they definitely that. come up. Um so I'm really glad I brought this pillow. It's I know you're hugging me. it so much. It's like really helping with the feels. Um okay, so before we get too much into our own feels and just squeal for a little while, we've been asking you the listener for a long time to send us your biases. So, we do have some of those collected and uh, we want to share the biases that y'all took the time to send to us. Um so, uh let's do this. Uh we're just going to directly read the quotes from you guys uh and we'll take turns. So, Angelica, would you like to take this first one? Sure. Um this comes from Maya and she says, "I'd say my ultimate bias is probably Amber from FX. As a gay lady, I appreciate her swag so much, and my bias wrecker would be Solar from Mamamoo. She's gorgeous and I could watch her for hours. I'm also all about BTS's Park Jimin. He's got serious moves and he's so darn cute." That's a good one. Um, so this next one is from listener Colleen, who used to be my manager at a job <laughs> that I had a long time ago. We bonded over K-pop, and she listens to this podcast, which is so sweet. So hey, Colleen. Um, here's her answers. Uh, she says, Sunny from Girls' Generation was my first bias, even before the show roommate that Shannon introduced me to at work. And then I liked her even more. She's sassy and kind. I also have the three H's, Hyolin from Sistar, Hwasa from Mamamoo, and Halen from EXID. My ultimate bias, though, is Amber from FX. Her humor and sense of style and voice all wrap up to make her my favorite. And she includes, my cockatiel swoop loves K-pop, and he has a bias. If Hani from EXID sings, he gets really excited. He can definitely tell when she's on videos and bowed to the screen, which is a cockatiel courting gesture. <laughs> that is the cutest thing I've ever ever heard i hope that i want honey to know that she is a bird fan yeah <laughs> that's really that's just the most precious thing and also colleen i agree with you Hwasa is my girl bias i absolutely adore her um 
Okay, this next one comes from Steph. She says, over the years, my bias has changed. At one point or another, each member of Big Bane was my favorite, uh, but now I'd have to say that my bias is top. T.O.P.? I honestly don't know how they say it. Me either. Anyway, I really love his style and his voice and how he ends up looking like a dork on variety shows because Songri and Daesung are so much more outgoing than him. And GD Taeyong are just naturally poised. Um, a newer bias I have is Yoon Ji-sung from 101. Not sure if you guys watched Produce 101 Season 2, but he's just so funny and sassy and extra. He made me laugh out loud so many times when I was watching that show right from the very first episode. He's kind of just a living meme. <laughs> That's great. Um, this next one is from... I'm I'm going to say mystery listener because they didn't sign their emails and I didn't want to read their email address to identify them. So you know who you are, mystery listener. (laughs) Uh, They said, my ultimate bias group is Luna. I'm sure you can tell from my email. And my bias of the groups are Jin Sol from Odd Eye Circle Unit, Chu from the Eden Unit, and Hee Jin from the One Three Unit. We just learned about Luna recently. It's a very interesting concept. I don't want to deviate too much, but like we're not going to get into it now. But we'll have to come back to yeah. them because they're. I'm it's, truly fascinated <laughs> and a little disappointed we didn't know about them. I know when we talked it about was a concept perfect concept, episode, but we'll come back to them. Anyway, this is our last one. Yes. This okay, is last our one. last one, and I really, really loved um, this woman's definition of bias. So her name is Victoria, and she says, "To me, my biases are more than just a crush. It's not just people that who I'd want to date or imagine myself dating. Really, it's the people I find myself drawn to because I respect them so much and feel connected to them in some way, whether it's their performing or their sense of humor, etc. My biases are Super Junior's Donghae, NCT's Ten, and Red Velvet's Yeri, followed closely by Shiny's Timmy." and 17's Jonghan. Now that I think about it, I think it's usually my biased wreckers who are more like crushes. My biases are the people I want to be best friends with and protect with my whole heart and soul. That's lovely. Here, here, Victoria. Lovely sentiment, Victoria. So thank you to everybody who sent us in a bias. It was very fun to uh, hear about the people that you guys love. And I really hope that when this episode comes out, I'm going to make a call on Twitter. I want people to send me their favorite pictures of their bias. Yes, please. Nobody included any pictures in their emails. Like they included lovely descriptions. And I really appreciated the fact that almost every person that emailed us listed more than one. (laughs) Um, Because like personally, we have more than one as well. Um, But nobody included pictures. So tweet at us. Yeah, I want to see your pictures. Okay, um, I guess it's time for us to start getting personal here. I like don't know what to do. I like feel I'm feeling like very sweaty and nervous. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to gather my feelings in a way that sounds like anything <laughs> worth listening to. But like, then let me start. I hope that's okay. All right. So I'm going to start out um, with uh, my first bias, which is, you know, you know, <laughs> from TVXQ, Oppa, my only Oppa. I love it. Um, I first noticed him in the Loveline M Countdown comeback stage. Um, and by the time I watched the second comeback stage of that, which was Chance of Love, um, or I should say the second performance on that stage, by the time he was smacking dancers' butts in Chance of Love, I was gone. And then I watched um, Kingpin Bowling. Shannon and I watched uh, the Kingpin Bowling which was um, Yuno and Changmin versus Chanyol and Jongbei, mm-hmm. which those two I'm also going to talk about. I was like overwhelmed. It was just it was, for you. 
dream. Like they made that just for you. I know. It was amazing. It's like if, if Mino had been there instead of Changmin, I think my head would have exploded. Um, but I knew that my love for Yuno was real when I paid more attention to him in that than, than I did to Chanyul. Yeah. Um, that's serious. So that, Wait was real. I just wanted to find these texts from the other day of when we were talking about this because you said um where is it? Oh okay, so you just like texted me like, "Oh my god, like TVXQ Chance of Love just nailed me in my coffin." Like, <laughs> "Wow, wow, wow. I need to hear everything I've ever done." And I wrote back, "Max is so hot now." And I was like, "Oh, an opa for me, but guess what? I'm literally one day older than him." <laughs> Truly, one so single day. So close. Um, and then you said, I love that you were looking at Max because you know caught my eye like I was seeing him for the first time. <laughs> and I just wanted to read that out because... He did. I just like, I don't know. I just swooned instantly because in, in the live stage performances of Loveline, it's Changmin starts singing mm-hmm. and then you know is standing behind him and then he like peeks out. And as soon as he peeked out, I just... <gasps> And, like, my heart stopped and I was forever changed. Um, so then I watched uh, – when I really, I think, officially fell was when I watched I Live Alone, um, which is a fun concept for a variety show. But it's basically just, like, they find idols that – or celebrities that live alone and they just, like, for one day set up the cameras in their house and just, like, record what it's like mm-hmm. when they live alone. And so TVXQ was on it in a way to um, promote their – uh, their most recent comeback. And Yuno is just like such a delightfully embarrassing weirdo, uh, from when he like woke up in the morning on his couch. Like, and he said like, well, I have a bed, but for some reason I always just end up on my couch. Um, and he wakes up and immediately starts dancing to his own songs, like mm-hmm. just puts on his own music videos and like dances Full out as though he was on stage, makes himself an audience of stuffed animals so that he has some <laughs> someone to dance for, and then he spends his morning like eat, eating breakfast and watching the Home Shopping Network, and he's sitting at this like old fashioned style his like furniture room. is the worst. I loved it. I really loved it. Was his like I was lifestyle. waiting for him was, to say that like he had gotten it all at an estate sale when an eighty year old died. It does look like it's his not grandpa's charming house. vintage furniture. It's like ugly vintage furniture, but it's so ado- it's like adorably him. It and looks I like, like it. my aunt's house, and yeah. like it just I love him, and he's just like sitting at this boardroom table with like these huge high backed chairs, like in his glasses and his t shirt, watching the portrait home- of the Last Supper. Above watching him. the Home Shopping Network, <laughs> and I love him. I love him so much. Um, the favorite things about, or I guess, like why I love him, I love his smile, and I love the lines on his face. Like I know that that might sound like a weird thing to say, but when he mm-hmm. smiles, he has these like really deep eye wrinkles, yep. and they warm my heart in a way I never thought somebody would. Um, he's so kind, like he seems really caring. Um, he loves charity, the, like we said in he our does episode. Love charity <laughs> and. Uh, on the kingpin bowling like he just was there to like he was there to win but he was also just like genuinely having such a good time and at a certain point in that episode um Changmin and Jongdae switch they switch teams and you know just like immediately embraced Jongdae in like such a bear hug and was like oh I'm so glad to have you on our team because Jongdae and Changmin were were our bad bowlers and so like um Chanyeol was like really losing his mind at Jongdae cuz he like kept yeah, getting gutter bad. balls and so, <laughs> 
But so then, like, he, so they switch, and then Yuno is just like, yay, I'm so happy that you're here. And he was just like, ugh, I don't know. I just, my heart pitter-pattered. Um, favorite comebacks, uh, favorite styles, I guess. Um, I loved his blonde hair in Loveline. I really like the blue-black that it is now. Um, but in the last two weeks, I have deep-dived. I've seen it all. I love it all, anime hair included. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm here for him. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, okay. I guess I will uh, – What's a, who's a bias I can talk about without getting into? Um, let me talk about Yixing. Um, Okay. So this is also also known as Exo's Lei. Mm-hmm. Uh, real name, Zhang Yixing. He's from China. And he's been on TV since he was a very little boy. He's just like a star. But he's always had the exact star. same face. Yes, he has. Um, and the first time I remember seeing him, it was one of those times where it was like I had seen him a million times and then one day I saw him, mm-hmm. which is so weird. But it was the, uh, the Call Me Baby video. Yep. Which I had watched like since it came out. I liked the song and was like aware of it being a cool video. I liked the dance. But I I only knew one EXO member, which was Kai. Didn't know about the rest of them. I also was scrolling through a bunch of our very old Facebook messengers today to like look if there was like if I'd ever said anything bias funny. And in like 2015, we were like several times we had typed about different things. Like, I hate EXO. <laughs> And one of us would be like, I know, I hate them so much. But like, not in a playful, like, oh, I, like, no, like we like say now, like, I hate them. Like, like, no, I we hated them. them. We hated them. Don't I, call us out like, oh, oh for I'm shame. sorry. I know, but it's like, that's how, that's how I times know. can change. So anyway, I was watching Call Me Baby <laughs> video I'd seen a million times, but one time when he appears in his black basketball jersey with a hoodie underneath and his blonde Justin Bieber hair and I I I'd, I'd never I'd never seen I'd never seen anyone so beautiful before and he winks and he's and he he he, he grinds he, he he's so <laughs> Shannon is just like staring at the ceiling and like trying to collect her thoughts and I think failing. Because I don't know. I don't like I don't know what to say. I, this is going to be a, an interesting um, episode for your husband to edit for us. I know, right? It'll be really fun. I'm so glad he gets to hear all of this. Whatever. Um, so that was the first time I remember noticing him. And then what made you fall for him? Like when you fall for his because that made you f- notice his looks. What uh-huh. made you fall for his personality? I see, like, I find his, I I think, I feel like the time that I, like, knew that I was truly gone was when I watched that um, video of, what is the Chinese version of Running Man called? Go Fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's very scared of birds. And I think watching him freak out about the birds is, like, what really endeared me to him because... I feel like at first I probably would have just categorized him as maybe more of like a bias wrecker mm-hmm. because I really do. But because honestly, I think one of the things that draws me to Lay the most is that he's just so sexy. He's so <laughs> sexy and like everything he does is so sexy. She's going to break the table pounding <laughs> on its own. But also he – like I – I think it's mostly like a language barrier thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like I find him kind of like cold oh. and mysterious, like in mysterious in a way, which is mostly just because he like 
isn't listening to anybody and he like doesn't know because he's not going to try to participate in the conversation because he doesn't speak Korean that well yeah he he, usually has like a checked out look on his face that I kind of love it's funny for Lei because like we said he's Chinese and so Korean is is not his first language like his third language yeah and so when people start talking really quick when he's on a variety show or makes an appearance with EXO which hasn't happened in a while but um, he will you can always tell like at first he's listening really hard and you can like see the kind of confused look on his face and then at a certain point when people start talking too fast and they start talking over each other he just stops he just gives up and is like staring off into space and then someone will say something to him and he gets that like dopey like what I'm here I'm what what'd you say Hmm?" yeah and that's he's adorable I find yeah his personality is like kind of confusing because he's like a lot of different people like depending on where he is and where he's around I also love whenever he gives speeches like even if the speech is like a kind encouraging speech he points his finger like a dad who is angry at you and he looks like he means so much business and I really like it um, he is a butt grabber which he's gotten called he got called out on like that's another endearing moment many like, times he gets called out on that. the first time it happened though like he was on something with like Minsuk and he's like oh Lay is always like grabbing people's butts and then he like got this like sad wide eyed look and he's like do you guys not grab your friend's butts here? And everybody's like, no. And he's like, oh no, did I make everybody song? And he like felt so bad and they were like rubbing his back. They're like, it's okay, man. It's okay. You can touch our butts if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Uh, I did this. I did one of these for everybody that I, all of my biases, but just real quick, (laughs) this is what his laugh sounds like. And I just really like that. (laughs) Uh, He's really, really precious to me. Oh, that's such a good idea because all of them, I I guess people just have silly laughs. I know, like, listening to these episodes, I always, like, laugh at my own laugh. But I love watching my... Every boy that I am going to mention, I love hearing them laugh. Yeah. Because I wonder laughs. if it's just like part of the like love is like hearing them laugh and hearing them be joyful. Like, but makes also because their laughs are super dorky. Yeah. Like, every single one of them has like a really dorky laugh or like something about their laugh that is like funny, mm-hmm. whether it's really loud or really high pitched or like it always accompanies a fall on the floor. Like, <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. That was a good, uh, good, good thinking bringing that up. Um, so just so we can move on to another person and I can stop like flailing and trying to describe my feelings. Um, my, a favorite era. That's something we made each other write down so we can mm-hmm. stay on topic. Uh, a favorite era, uh, would be his what you need lose control era. He had a perm and it was really, really nice. His yeah. hair was black and like, <clears throat> It looked really, really good. Kind of short on the sides, but long, long on, on top. top and permed and very pretty. And another favorite look of mine is, uh, I call it sweater kitchen lay from the <laughs> sheep video because he's so many different costume. Like there are so many costumes and sets and weird things happening in that video. And there's a couple of shots of him just being in a kitchen and he's wearing a very big sweater and he just, that's a, oh, that's a thing that we could maybe bring up. That's like a hashtag boyfriend look. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is like a thing in bias culture. Like whenever the idol is dressed like a normal person mm-hmm. and not dressed like an idol, like wearing clothes that someone would really wear, like or, a hoodie or a jeans. And I feel like usually it has something like it's something cuddly looking. Yeah, something kind of like, oversized mm-hmm, and like soft. a sweater. Yeah, that's a, a boyfriend look. Chanyo lives in those. Yes. Um, so those are my favorite, my favorite Yijing's. Um, he's been the background of my phone for a little while, which like I've been feeling kind of guilty about. Like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes my feelings for Lei like border on bias wrecker. Um, because uh, my love for him is deep and pure, but also sometimes I feel a little bad about it because we'll get into it. We'll get into it, but like, I feel like I have like my ultimate bias is really, really, really important to me. And so sometimes even thinking about or talking about other people, I feel like I'm being disloyal and that might just be me. Um, but that's no, that. Chanyo makes me feel like that. Yeah. But we'll talk about him later. Um, for now, I'm going to talk about Jongdae, um, because he's another person that I consider to be a bias, um, not an ultimate or a bias wrecker, but just a bias. Um, I first noticed Jongdae, um, I guess I should say he's from EXO. Yeah, I was but, about to be like, wait, uh, who, who is this? <laughs> Kim Jong-dae, a.k.a. Chen from EXO. Specifically, XOM, mm-hmm. the loves of my life. I made myself cry this morning <laughs> because <laughs> I'm dumb. Uh, that was no, so explain yourself. Um, okay, so I this morning I woke up and I was just like, I don't like watching the news because it makes me upset. So instead I watch K-pop. Um, and I started out watching some like fun variety shows of TVXQ. And then I went on and I watched EXO on Immortal Song. And then um, I started watching XOM videos because I love Jongdae so much. And when he and Beck sing that song on Immortal Song, it like makes me cry. Mm-hmm. So I got a little teary-eyed like watching him belt out the most beautiful song in the world. And a song which I don't know the title of. And then um, I started watching XOM and I watched them sing Merotic by TVXQ. And uh, then I watched them do Overdose and My Lady. And gra- I got like ten XOM videos in, and then like was crying in my kitchen table. <laughs> oh no! And sat up and was like, "Bitch, you have shit to do." And like made myself wash the dishes. Um, but yeah, my EXO misery will never end. Anyway, um, I first noticed Jungdae in Call Me Baby, mm-hmm. um, which uh, we've mentioned before is like peak hotness for I think all ten of those members. Mm-hmm. Like they look so good in that video. Um, but Jongdae has, I love long curly haired Chen. I just absolutely adore it. And he has really great hair in Call Me Baby. Um, I would say the first time I truly fell for him though was in the Lucky One Monster comeback because that was when I learned all of their names. That's when we turned. Mm-hmm. I think that's when our EXO, like we turned. Yeah, we turned <laughs> because be Call Me Baby XO. came out and we were still like, fuck you, EXO. I don't want to pay attention to you. Like, don't make me love you. And then Lucky One came out and they were like, you're going to love us, Red Yeah like it or not and we did um so i fell for him he has even longer hair in monster um which i adored um because like i said i love a long curly haired chin um but the the i specifically remember the moment that i was like yes was a photo shoot that i don't even know what magazine it's for but it's a photo shoot in which He's wear he has curly hair, it's black, and he's wearing a blue sweater that says in like white letters across his chest like nineteen seventy or something like that. You're literally that. touching it right now. Yeah. Like it's she ran her hand across her, her chest and it her fingers are touching the very picture yeah. she was talking about. And he <laughs> 
his it's just it's just him in a sweater like against a brick wall but there's one picture in this photo shoot that's from behind and he's like he has his arms like above his head and it's just his back and his back is so pretty you can like see the muscles <laughs> through the sweater and I was just like who is that and I was <laughs> so pretty um so yeah, so that came out, and then um, because of him, I got super into CBX. Um, I talked about Hey Mama last week. Such a great video. Jong Thay with glasses is a look that works for me. Um, once I got into EXO, like when Lucky One and Monster came out, and I decided, like, okay, I'm going to learn all your names, and I'm going to, like, actually stand you for real. <laughs> because of him, I love XOM. So, like, we've talked about XOM before and, like, how they're were the two factions or whatever. Like, I am an XOM fan. And it is because of Jong Dae. And because of Jong Dae and because of XOM, my heart will forever be broken because they no longer exist. Yeah. But their versions are some of my favorite versions, like the ones I just mentioned, Marotic, My Lady, Overdose. Then Coco Bop came out and Blonde <laughs> came on the scene. And he again had curly hair, but this time it was blonde. And he does that move. There's that part in, Co- in the Coco Bop dance where he's singing and he's in the middle and he does that like body roll leg move. Uh-huh. And I, he's like singing and his hand is going down and he's wearing like a pinstripe shirt. And it's I like way love too long. it. Yeah, and it's too long. It's like and sleeves are like, floppy. Mm, I love <laughs> it. The body roll. And then Coco Bop came out, and that was, like, what sealed me in my EXO coffin. And so I went back um, to watch everything they'd ever done, and I watched EXO Showtime. Mm-hmm. And Jong Dae walking into that haunted house, <laughs> dancing into the haunted house in which he strolls through it, not a shiver, a jump, or a peep of fear out of him. And he hands Little pocket hand warmers to all of the staff that are there to scare them so that their hands can be warm. And he comes out like he just strolled through a meadow. And I realized that he's the kind of person I want to be that person. Yeah. I would like to be the kind of person that strolls through a haunted house. Fearless. Yeah. Whistling a happy tune. That's beautiful. I love you, Jongbei. (laughs) Oh. Okay, I should go next. Um, I will talk about uh, my very first bias ever, um, and that's Bomi from A-Pink. Um, I, she was the first voice that I noticed. Like, when I heard my first A-Pink song, I, like, noticed her voice because it was so interesting. And when I finally, like, because I heard an A-Pink song on Pandora before I'd ever seen them. So then I, like, looked up a performance or whatever and, like, put a face to the name or face to the voice. Um, And she's just like, she's so cute. She's like, and she's such a beautiful person. Um, And her singing voice is like very, very interesting and kind of like breathy and small. Um, But her speaking voice is like mine. It's Mm -hmm. like low. Um, And she, I've just always been so fascinated with how, She's, I think she's their dance, their dance captain, or what did we call that main dancer and one of the main singers of A Pink. Um, so I was always so intrigued by how she's so like poised and perfect on stage and she like dances so well and she like has the perfect face and she's like always like, you know, just like this perfect poised pop star, but off stage, she is truly the weirdest, (laughs) weirdest, weirdest person. And I like, 
unabashedly weird mm-hmm. too. Um, cause I feel like, you know, sometimes you'll see, especially like female idols, but the guys do it too. Do something vaguely embarrassing, you know, like make your voice funny or like do a weird dance. And as soon as they finish it, they like cover their eyes with their hands. Like they just can't even believe that they did it. And they're just so embarrassed. I have never seen Bomi do that ever. (laughs) And she does this. She can run like a gorilla. Like she does this really intense like gorilla run. And when they first debuted, she was like doing it on TV all the time. And you'd think that it would be like, oh, my God, y'all were like perfect fairy idol teens. Like you're supposed to look pretty all the time and she is like not concerned with that at all which I've always appreciated like I just really like how out there she is Um, but she's also very easily startled and she cries a lot and I relate to that (laughs) as a person who cries a lot Um, my favorite Bomi era is Mr. Chu era she had really really long hair with the most perfect blonde ombre that was so pretty and so perfect that I got an ombre that summer because I (laughs) wanted my hair to look as good as Bomi's did it got pretty close we both had very good hair that summer Um, (laughs) yeah so that's my very first my very first bias Bomi so the I'm to my last two. So would you like me to talk about my bias wrecker first or would you like me to talk about my ultimate bias? Let's do wreckers. Okay. So my bias wrecker is in my lap right now. Yep. His name is Park Chanyol and I hate him, but I <laughs> love him. Um which is pretty much the definition of a bias wrecker, yep. the one that is like obnoxious. Um adorable. <laughs> um so I first noticed him uh in when I was watching EXO Showtime, actually, so this was uh, that is a very old show that came out when there was still all twelve of them. Um, but I did not watch it until Coco Bop came out in the summer of two thousand seventeen because that was when I was like, okay, I need to know everything about you. So I started watching EXO Showtime, and one of the first episodes, it's his birthday, and so all of the members go out and they need to buy him a present, and they just. <laughs> They pair off and they just abandon him like in the streets of wherever they are because they need to buy a present and he's not supposed to know that they're buying them presents. Uh-huh. So he keeps like showing up being like, hey, guys, like there you are. I was looking for you. And they're like, shit. And they like run out the door <laughs> and he turns around. He's like, where'd you go? And so he's just like a silly lost baby. But then later he had to try and guess who. So like he goes into a room and he's all by himself and like all of the presents are laid out and the producers tell him that he has to guess who got him each present. And if he gets it wrong he doesn't get to keep the present and he was so stressed that it like endeared and he's Mm -hmm. wearing these like big fake glasses I love a dude in glasses and like um, he's wearing these big fake glasses and he's just like it just really endeared me to him Mm -hmm. Um, and then so that's when I like first started to notice him I started falling again when like uh, later in that same series he's the one that like does most of the cooking Mm -hmm. Um, he like cooks for everybody in the house um, he seems to be the most adept in the kitchen as well. Um, and one of the moments that he is cooking, he um, asks Jongdae to call his mom because they have like a question about the cooking. And Chanyeol calls her Oma <laughs> and she's like, good luck, my son. <laughs> and I, it just like warmed my heart mm-hmm. into a million pieces. Um, plus, in that same series, there's a scene where I could talk about him all day. Shit. Uh, there's a scene where he and Lei are in a practice room and they're both playing the guitar and Lei is like in a gloomy mood. So he keeps playing like gloomy melodies on the guitar and Chanel's just sitting there like patiently. <sighs> 
like trying to lift up the beat and play mm-hmm. along with him, but Lay keeps making it sad, and that's that's really funny. So anyway, I watched um, EXO Showtime after Coco Pop came out, so that by the time Power came out, I was gone. Oh, yeah. I was just like full, but I already had my Chanyo pillow. Yeah, like I was just full on. I remember that being surprising to me and like feeling like you had turned a corner the day you bought that pillow. Yeah, because there were many other pillows of. Boys, I thought you loved more, and that you like chose the Chanyol pillow. I felt like said a lot. And what was interesting to me (laughs) is that after KCON, when we were at the bar, I was like, "Oh, did you see?" Like I assumed, I was like, "Oh, you've seen Chanyol's fuckboy picture that came out yesterday, right?" And you hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, "Oh, she really does love him." He. To explain this, on a on a reality show, he's the worst. He was, like, waiting in the van for the other members, and he goes, oh, look, it's 7 a.m., and he holds up his phone to the camera, and the background of his phone is a the thirst-trappiest picture you have ever seen. He's, like, shirtless in the gym with his pants pulled down as he's far as He's not in the gym. Can. He's in the practice studio. Sure. The clouds are behind him. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. But he's, like, naked, as, like, naked as he could be, and that's what he set the background of his own phone to and then he's like oh what time is it oh look at this he did i happen to show that is one of the things you love that's one of the things i love about him um i i'm (laughs) I'm gonna talk more about that in a minute fucking Daniel, he's such a jerk like he's just (laughs) such a Jerk. Um, fans of Chanyol have some have a name for it when he acts that way. It's called Lowy. Yes, um, which she has tattooed on his own finger. I would like to say you said she has. I oh, don't have I'm that. Sorry. Tattooed I'm sorry. On I'm my sorry. Finger. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said he, which he has. He has the name Lowy tattooed on his finger, which is the which is the his fuckboy persona. I said which he. I yeah. did not say she. I don't have a Chanyol tattoo. Mm-hmm. I just want to put. I have a pillow. Yes, not a tattoo. So y'all backwards. Is Lowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chanyol. Anyway, uh, so I'm truly not sure how or why I fell for him. I just did. You just did. Um, and but one of the things I do love the most is the way he stands himself and EXO. Yeah. I mean, he no I like to say that nobody loves Chanyol the way that Chanyol loves Chanyol because it is it is true. Yeah. Like I, I remember watching an episode of Happy Together, which was from the monster era, and it has uh, Chanyol, Suho, and Chen on it, just the three of them. And it's just like an interview show, but uh, he goes, there's a moment where he goes on and on and on about essentially how handsome he is and how, like, when he was in high school, everybody thought he was handsome and he, like, watched the the growl video, like, a thousand times. Just to see the just one to second see the one where second he's so he was handsome. In. And he goes on and on and at the end of it, Suho is like, I'm so embarrassed by you right <laughs> And I was dying. I was like, I was smitten. Suho was embarrassed and I was smitten. I just, like, I don't know why. I just, I love the way he loves himself. Um, I also love the way that he, like, is a fan, a true and sincere fan of EXO and all of his members. Um, he has a really adorable video of himself watching Lay's lose control. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's like a reaction video. Um, and it's really cute. He's just like so supportive. Um, he's really active on social media, which I appreciate and also detest. Um, because, uh, I detest. Cause he'll be like, oh, here's a picture of nothing, but like, oh, I got a new tattoo. Yeah. Like, that's the focus he's of like, the. Oh, do you want to see what time it is? Here are my ass. <laughs> like, so he's like, he's so soft and squishy one minute and then he's like demonically sexy to the point that it both hurts and infuriates me. Yeah. Um, so I, but I love that about him. I love to hate it. I love to hate him. Um, my favorite eras of him are definitely power. Um, I love the way that he said, ow, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think his black hair is my favorite, but I, I do really like the pink cotton candy hair he had in Coco Bop. Um, I love when his hair is long. There's like, a, <laughs> I didn't send you these pictures because I know you would not. Support me or agree. <laughs> are they are the manips, that girl who makes the long-haired video? No, real no. pictures oh. of him. Real pictures of him with long hair from 2013. And I he, I love a dude in a ponytail. I don't know why. I just, oh, he looks so good with it long. Anyway, any long, pushed back, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Chanyul, I love you. And I love to hate you. Oh, how you've, sweet. You've ruined my life. <laughs> And I'll never forgive you for it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about next. I don't know if I have a bias record. I feel like all of EXO feels like a bias record to me. Like, because they came in and smashed into our Shawl world. Yeah, and, and we're I like, hello, we're here. And EXO is like an us. interesting group because I feel like for me, it's like eight out of nine would bang. Yeah, for sure. Don't you don't get to know which that who the one is. I'm not gonna tell you. I but don't eight out want of nine. anybody to come after me, but just know eight that eight out of nine <laughs> get it. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's interesting. Um I don't know. I don't know what other like The only other one I have in my notebook is Mino, so I okay. think we gotta dive in. All right. <clears throat> it is time. Time it's time to talk so about our ultimate our ultimate bias. ultimate bias um who is shiny mino Chemino, choi mino if you however you want to say it well now that i know that it's actually pronounced che i'm like never going to say choi again I'm, i know but that's how it is here in english speaking countries you say choi i hate it though like i hate the way that the romanization of names are ha, have been so inaccurate for so long that it makes something like cheja be spelled like choisa yeah that's yeah so it's stupid weird. chemino yes that's his name that's our dear and i love him um so we got to we got to go back first Uh, <laughs> did you like that sound cute? That was good, I'm right? Dead. <laughs> just the preparation. <laughs> because I have a lot to say. Because I feel like again, I'm I'm very I'm very loyal, and um, the first time was it like my love for Mino? It's like it's truly love at first at first sight. I did not take any time for him to grow on me. I didn't like see him and then suddenly notice him one day. First 
time ever I saw his face, <laughs> which was on, we got married. Um, uh, I rewatched it this morning. Um, my computer has been broken for a super long time, and I had like a horde, a cache of all of these K-pop videos or like reality shows and stuff that are now hard to find because so many years have passed and they've all gotten taken down. And I thought they were lost forever, but they're not lost forever. So it's very exciting. Um, but he showed up on We Got Married when Timin was married to uh, A Pink's noun. Uh, Mino and Key were like coming over for dinner and Timmy and Noun like are making dinner and they're like nervous and they were like knocking on the door and they like won't go open the door so Key and Mino just open the back sliding glass door and just come into the house and it's like and they're acting very incensed and they're like why didn't you answer the door and they have their shoes on and Timmy's like take your shoes off and they're like shoes aren't important like you didn't even answer the door for us <laughs> Just relentlessly older brothering, giving yes. him a hard time. And he had, like, brown, honey-colored hair, and he's wearing a red sweater and white pants and, like, a beautiful trench coat. And he was just the most the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And in that situation, I felt like he had – him and Key have the upper hand in that entire interaction. Like – Tamin completely like loses all sense of himself like the minute that they walk in. He's he like so embarrassed. All he sense can't. of every he like forgets where he is and who he is and how to speak. He just like becomes a shell of a person. Yeah, and the entire time like Mino's just like you know, like giving him hard time about it and just being like, why are you talking to me? Like, go stand next to your wife. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and there was just like this very like, LOL, like virgin, like, like kind of thing about it. And they just, he seemed so like confident and cool and he's so tall. And I was just like, so I was so attracted to him, like just like right off the bat. And it's just really funny that the initial thing that attracted me to him was this like situation where he was like being very like boss. And like, <laughs> I know that that is like never, he's almost never like that. Like that's kind of the opposite of like who he actually is, which is like really funny to me that that's like the version of him I've like fell in love with first before I like found all of the other many many minos that he is yeah i would say i mean he's definitely not never cool and not never but he there the um, amount of times that he is also like soft and kind and like tender-hearted i maybe outweigh that or yes. even just being goofy like a yeah. silly goofball he was incredibly shy when they first debuted like he almost never spoke and he had like this fair there was like a if you watch videos from like their first couple years there's like a constant fear in his eyes like he just wasn't comfortable with it yet yeah um and he's really like grown into himself as a person and i also think that he tends to hang out with and like spend a lot of time with people who are older than him which mm -hmm. we've brought up before is like important in the social hierarchy so i think he's more often in the little brother getting teased role than in that episode of we got married where he gets to be the older brother mm -hmm. And like, I think a part of his initial shyness when he debuted too, um, and 
was that he was cast because of his face. Yeah. He was not cast in Shiny because of his dance or his vocal abilities. And so I think that that probably made him a little bit shy in the sense that like it might be better, like it might be better for me to keep my head down because these, uh, my other members, like they are so talented and I am working very hard to catch up with them, but like allowing them to sort of be featured more Mm -hmm. because they're the ones in a sense at the beginning, like carrying yeah, the group. That's very true. Um, okay. So before I, because this is an ultimate bias that we share before mm-hmm. I start listing the reasons that I love him. How did I, I know it was my fault, but how did I get you on board with this? I, if you I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I know what made me fall for him. I'm not sure what I first saw him in. I think it might be we got married. Um, I, I don't remember. I just know that you showed me something that was like, I am obsessed with this boy. Look at him. I feel like I want to believe that I sent you one of his solo stages where he takes his clothes off, where he's doing like a Chris Brown song. I know he does Usher. Uh, he does turn up and turn up the music. It was like one uh-huh. of those. And he always loses a shirt by the end of it. And I feel like I sent, like, it was like I was getting to this thing and I love shiny. And then it was like, I sent you. So it could have been that. I don't really like remember. That. But the thing that made me fall for him was hello baby. That's on my list um, too. Hello baby. Just, I, I literally drew in my notes, heart eyes times infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, because Mino plus children makes me soft and weak in the way that he is. Honestly and truly, the only man I would agree to have children with. <laughs> um, childbirth freaks me out. I have no desire to go through it. But if it meant that I could spend the rest of my life watching him with children, I would do yeah. it. Yeah. I would do it for yeah. him. That was that he, was me too because there's a really, really specific moment um, in an episode where they've brought their baby. Oh, let's explain. Hello Baby okay, is yeah. a variety show in which um, a child, either an infant or a toddler, is essentially like given to this group um, and a, a group has to like take care of this kid. Like didn't A-Pink have like an infant? Uh, no, they had Girls, generation Girls Generation had a and small so baby. Shiny had like a two-year-old toddler mm-hmm. that they would – would, like meet up with every like once a week or like once a month yeah. or whatever and like they would have to take care of this kid yeah so there's one episode where they are at um one of the tv stations doing their music show things uh like they always do and they're taking the kid around to like different rating rooms and all the other like all the girl groups are like squealing over the babies and all and like all the members of Kara are like looking at Mino and they're like he looks like your son and he's mm-hmm. like I know and like it's really that really adorable that little baby did actually did look, look like a him. lot like Mino in a weird way and like Mino because he's so sweet and he's so good with kids like he would carry him around a lot yes. so like this little baby this little kid what is the kid's name you you gun you gun um I couldn't remember if it was you gun or you gum um he's in Mino's arms for like mm-hmm. a lot of this yeah. this particular episode. Yes. And then the specific moment is he's been carrying the kid around like all day and they're hanging out in the hallway and then finally someone yells and they're like, Mino, you have to go on stage or like mm-hmm. you have to go. You need to be in your makeup chair. And he tries to like leave the baby with one of the like assistants and he's screaming and he's crying and he like doesn't want to go to anybody. Um, and like Mino leaves and the kid is like freaking out. And then he came back like probably disobeying a manager in the process and like getting in trouble he comes back to like pick the baby up and he's just screaming and he like takes him downstairs and he's like oh i won't leave you again and he the moment when 
he is he wiped his he wiped the tears off of his fat chunky baby face like oh my god I was I was done Mm -hmm. I was done forever yeah I I wrote down that specific moment (laughs) and also the moment where uh there's a really cute scene where Yugun comes in and he like wakes up all the members and then Mino scoops him up and they go brush their oh teeth together yes. and Mino's holding him in his arms and they're looking in the mirror and he's helping, he's teaching him how to brush his teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's really, the- and my uterus does a somersault and like withers and dies inside of me because holy shit. Yeah. It's so attractive yeah i know it's like it's hard to deal with but he's only like 17 and he's really too. young and he has his like anime <laughs> mullet hair yeah. and i don't even care i don't even care i love it um uh more things i love so many things about i have another Mino. one that you're really gonna love okay um so i also remember um <clears throat> he was on a show called dream team uh, which is like a kind of like an obstacle course style. It was like, like athletic, yeah, like kind competition of athletic competition thing. Um, but there's a scene, there's one, uh, obstacle, I guess, one game that they have to do where, um, the idols, they get paired up, like all of the members of the team oh, get yes. paired up and, um, boy and girl and so the girl has to climb on like piggyback onto the boy and then the boy has to hold on with his arms and his legs onto this like bar essentially and they're hanging over a pool Mm -hmm. and the point is to hang on the longest right right? so the the guy is hanging like a monkey on the bar and the girl is hanging like a backpack on the boy and Mino hangs on for quite a while but there's a camera attached to the bar right above them and there's a moment where he knows he can't hang on any longer but he's so casual, doesn't look stressed, doesn't look in pain. He just knows he can't do it anymore. So he tells the girl, look at the camera. And they both smile. And he does a little peace sign. And then he just, let's go. <laughs> and they fall into the pool. And oh, boy. Yeah. That smile. That smile. That's, that smile. It's my, it's my medicine. Like. It seeing up him the smile whole world. on that same on that same topic I gotta I gotta he has here's his left. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> That's from when Sean Young falls yeah. on the floor, yeah, isn't it? it is. <laughs> he has a really, really, really good laugh. I it's love so his laugh. Funny. It's such a crazy cackle. It almost sounds <laughs> Like when he really gets it going, it's so funny. Oh, I love it! I love it so much. Okay, so do we want to talk about fave looks, or do we want to talk about why we love him? I'm, I'm, st- I guess um, we can do we can do some faves before we finish up, like all the reasons that we love him. Okay, I ha- you go ahead. Um, I would say that there are very few looks on him that I don't like because, as we said, ultimate bias is someone that like. He's your favorite. It's very he or she is your favorite, regardless. <laughs> um, but I truly hate when they give him baby boy super short bangs, yeah. like in Lucifer. Yeah. And I did not like when he had his blue gray hair for like a hot minute I hated during Shiny World Five. But I will say, uh, my favorite, hands down, blonde view Mino is a gift. Yep. That's what I wrote too. Odd Aramino's goals. It like ultimate. He's there's no so buff. More. He's so beautiful. His hair is pushed back. Hair looks sexy pushed back. And Jesus, take the wheel. 
because yeah. I have lost my mind. Yeah. Uh, I also I I don't give a fuck. I like his white hair. I, I like his one did. of one white hair. I didn't. I did. I was into <laughs> it. And I also love, of course, the honey brown. Yeah. That is on my shirt. Yeah. Ooh, so pity. Mito in glasses. Oh, he's Put so- all my favorite boys in glasses and I'll be ruined. <laughs> I do love him so, 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 so much. Um, why? Um, okay, wait. Before I get into why, I had one other like favorite thing that I oh, pulled okay. out, which is um, – I love his voice. He doesn't get to sing very often. (gasps) He sings more these days because, like we said, like he was the pretty one and they taught him how to rap. Um, Things I like, I love. He has speech impediment, seems like the wrong word, but like he has the very slightest of lisps, but it's a back of teeth lisp. I can't do it. I feel like my mouth isn't shaped the right way, but it's like when he. It's not quite that bad, but when he says S sounds, there's like a there's like a mm-hmm. a hiss. I love it. It's just like quirky, <laughs> and I like it. Um, but he gets to sing sometimes, and he's a beautiful singer. But my favorite here's my favorite favorite like you know singing, and it like touches me in my soul, and I love it. Here we go. <laughs> You can hear the lisp in it. Yeah, see? Yeah. It's there. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I feel like some people will listen to that and be like, Meh, he's like speak singing in it, which is true, but there are very good examples. I'll point out, don't let me go from mm-hmm. one of one. He has a very beautiful high note. Um, no, he has good range. And I, yeah. I, I picked, I picked like a lower register one just because I really, I just like love the timber of his voice in mm-hmm. it. And I always turn it up in my car. Like I like it so much. Tambor. The word is pronounced. It's tambor. Yeah, it is. Wow. I will. I do. I kind of have to backtrack and say that um, that's one of my favorite things about Chanyol. I was going to ask. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I was like, do you like his two pack a day voice or not? I do. I do. Yeah. Like Chan- so Chanyol is the is one of the main rappers or he is the main rapper in EXO, but he does get to sing quite a bit and he has a really deep voice. He has a deep speaking voice, but he's a really deep singing voice as well um and when he sings like i I like to sing along with exo and when he sings just like when mino sings i don't sing along because i like to hear them because chanyol's voice like sneaks underneath my skin and Mm -hmm. like gives me both chills and also warms me like a hug i just there's something about it that i just mm, it's like i feel like it's kind of gritty because he definitely smokes and like because in my fall of exo i like noticed how when coco bob came out his voice is like a full octave lower than it used to be mm-hmm. and it now has a rasp that was that not always there um so i don't love that about him but i do love the sound of his can voice. i can give I us an example play a clip of i think one of the like it's overt but the sexiest like chanyol moments in any exo song okay but i might melt okay here we go. Oh no. Are you dead? She's dead. She's on the floor. I made her die. Well. <laughs> yeah.
Tough the mess now. Hold on. <clears throat> okay, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, we were talking about Mino. Yes. Let's talk about him instead. <laughs> Our glasses are she's so <laughs> distraught. Oh my god, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have played that, but it's a good example of what a terrible person he is. Yes, it is. Okay. Things I love about Mino. I love he I love there's a copycatness about him, which I think is so funny and might be like a symptom of him being so shy for so long is that he will outright copy people like if he's walking behind someone who's walking funny, he will start like walking like that. Like that's a thing he does. But he also has this like social tick that I love where if somebody starts telling a story, but he doesn't like how they're telling the story, he will just immediately then tell that story again. But like the way he wants it to be told. Yes. It's so funny. <laughs> Key loves to call him out for that. Like Key and Mino's relationship, yes. I think is like one it's of the really, reasons really great. I love Mino so much. Um, there, cause there, the same age and so mm-hmm. they have a very brotherly like almost like bickering loving back and forth um, yeah and the fact that the first time mm-hmm. I saw him was like tag team with Key I mm-hmm. wonder if that like contributed to it because they Maybe. do have such a good dynamic they have the an incredible rapport the two of them and I actually mentioned that they I wrote down um, as one of the reasons that I love him is because he makes me laugh like not only is he gorgeous and sexy and like very talented but he also just genuinely makes me smile like he's not afraid to make funny faces and look goofy um he's like not a person that like really gets i mean he gets embarrassed but he's willing to to be silly um and there's a really fantastic v live with just him and key where he goes on that tirade about how great backpacks are my most popular popular tumblr no no i won't say that that my tumblr is secret never mind cut that out um, he goes on this tirade about ba- how great backpacks are and he's just like very seriously looking at the camera and is like the time for back there is a time for backpacks folks and that time is now yeah <laughs> I love I love when he gets like when he gets silly I think I think I think the thing I love the most about him is when he's confident like mm-hmm. because sometimes he does you do see that like shy wallflower side of him like creeping through but I I love when he when he's really confident, which like leads to another thing I love slash hate about him, which is how com- how competitive he is mm-hmm. because he – I feel like he – I love him and he's very talented and he's very athletic. But like he's not the best at everything even though he thinks he's the best he at everything. He certainly tries to be the best He definitely tries to be the best at everything and there are things that he's definitely very good at like running. He's really good at <laughs> running. But like he'll go on these like competition shows where he like has to be on a team and it's like other people are like letting him down and he gets really pouty and he gets really really mad which is a thing that Chanyol does too and you yeah, know Chanyol so I think you so like cranky competitive, competitive I do. guys. I do. Uh, on all of the variety shows that I've watched in the past two weeks they they keep different variety shows keep saying like oh if Mino was here with you know like, <laughs> we would have to leave he Joel says something on Knowing Brothers where he's like we know that if Mino and Yunho and this other guy that I didn't know are all there at a dinner we know not to go yeah <laughs> um I love I just I just have so much random crap written down. I love his eyes smi- like the wrinkles in the corners of his eyes when he smiles. Mm-hmm. I love 
I love how long he's just so long. <laughs> he's very tall. Um, I love when he's sweet and tenderhearted. Um, I love the like SM town footage of him, them all on the stage because he will like embrace every person. He is so sweet when he's with his youngs. Um, fanboy Mino is like one of my yes. Favorites. He like loves. He loves. He's as much of a fan of his like fellow artists as anybody. Yeah, he's and it's the cutest. Such a huge fan of other idols, but also I like to see that no one is a bigger Shawol than Chemino. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. supports Shiny more than he supports anything in this world. Yeah. More than any of us Shawls could ever dream to support. Like he's he shows up for them on their solo performances. There's like that he would go to Jean Young's radio show all the time just to be there for like emotional support, not even to be a guest on it. He goes to all their shows. He goes to Keith's musicals. Like he's just the best. He really like yeah, he was always and he he always has been like the first person to comfort so like someone who's mm-hmm. crying like yeah. on their in their on their debut day like they're getting interviewed after and like Jong Yoon completely completely melts into tears and Mino is immediately there to hug him and he always did it when they were on stage like because mm-hmm. either Ki or Jong Yoon would always start crying before the end of the show and Mino yep. is always there to like be the huggy he one he just like appears yeah out of nowhere and like wraps his big arms and they just like because yeah. they're smaller than him so they just like bury their face in his chest <laughs> yeah, he's 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 so he's so wonderful, and yeah. I feel like in these last in these last couple of months, like I have worried for him and thought about him in a like I don't know. I feel really, really, really bonded to him now. Like mm-hmm. I think about him every day, and I want to know if he's okay every day. And he like. During Jong's funeral, like he was the one at the funeral parlor greeting everyone at the door and walking them out at the end. Like he's so strong and he just the way that he like embraces and loves the people around him is like so beautiful to me. It's very and genuine. Yes, there's just like a there's just like a real love about him mm-hmm. that I feel like can't there's a be. wholeheartedness to him that he like he puts his entire heart and soul unabashedly into whatever it is he's doing, whether it is something serious and sincere or supportive or something silly and dumb like a competition where he just like he wants to drink all of the soda first. Right. Whatever. And get really mad about it. And, and then like, get really mad when they say it's a tie. <laughs> and another thing that I like I feel like is proof of like what a what a good person he is like down to his core is I've heard several times from people who like to go drinking with him is that the drunker he gets, the more polite he gets, <laughs> that he gets excessively polite when he's really drunk, which I feel like tells you what a good person he yeah, is. That's really cute. Instead of, cause some people turn into a- like the angry monsters they mm-hmm. really are inside. And he is just like the most polite boy. Cause he's just, because the he's the bestest best. and he's sexy. I love, I yeah I I love him so much and I do like I really do appreciate like I I don't know we were talking what seems like how long has this been going three hours I don't know where we are That's anymore but at the very beginning of this we were saying that people think of their biases in different ways and like 
I think, you know, checks like all of the boxes for me because I love to look at him. Like Mm -hmm. I do love to look at him, but I also really appreciate his talent as an artist. And I like the person that he is Mm -hmm. when he's not on stage. I feel like to me, I mean, there's definitely those times where like he's doing those like sexy shirt rippy stages and I'm just like, who are you? (laughs) Um, But I feel like the difference between like stage Mino and regular Mino aren't that different i i agree i don't think that they're that different i think you see his true self in everything that he does um hearkening back to that like wholeheartedness that i think he brings to his whole life um but i also think that he is a person that like i truly i i mean i want the best and i i just want all of these these idols to be happy and healthy and live full lives but i think he's a person that like i truly just want him to be loved and yeah happy and um that's i think like he's the kind of person that if he came out and was like this is my girlfriend i would be so happy yes like i would if, if chanyeol came out and said this is my girlfriend i would be mad yeah i'm not gonna lie that's fair. i would be like you son of a bitch yeah no um, that's fair but i think but if mino came out and was like i this is my girlfriend i'd be like yay somebody she's perfect you. Like, like i don't like yeah when he when he was in that like vague rumors with those with that stylist who had mm-hmm. all those pictures of him on her instagram i was like so for it i was like god damn it yeah. i hope she's his girlfriend or when like, he and yuna went to like a fashion week in Paris and every and something the recently. reporters were like uh, writing them as like a couple in the paper like whatever yeah. i don't care I'll I just want do it. I I'm here which for is like it. really interesting. I this is like a weird thing to talk about, but like I dream about him a lot. <laughs> um but I feel like the way that I dream about him like really shows how I feel about him because anytime I've ever like had dreams about him, it'll be like we're at like a theme park or we're like at the movies or we're like at school and all I want is to just like stand near him and like maybe our like hands will like brush and will like almost hold hands and then I'll just like giggle there's like a very innocent almost like middle school like crush in the way that he like appears in my dreams like I've I've never ever had a filthy dream about him just like precious precious ones and like I love it I love it. I have a framed picture of him on my desk, mm-hmm. which I it's the only picture in a frame on my desk is a framed picture of him. You yep. have framed pictures of him in your house. On my wall. Amongst all of my family <laughs> members. But I also have a framed picture of Chanyeol. Yeah. Because they're like family mm-hmm. to us. I have more pictures of Mino in my house than I do of Chanyeol, but something. I, I, I do have one of him. Um, but also I have a pillow of Chanyeol that sleeps in my bed every night. So So that's that. <laughs> um Ugh, okay, we've really been going. This is going to be the longest episode we've ever done by like a million. So I feel like we got to stop ourselves. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry either, but I feel like we got to we gotta stop ourselves and just like, these are the people that we like love so, so much. And I feel like all K-pop fans have people that they feel this way about. And I hope that it was okay that y'all had to listen to us talk about these. I hope you found it interesting. But uh, we did. I just needed to get all of these feelings out. And Angelica wrote so much crazy stuff in her book. So I think she's going to take a picture of it for Instagram so you can see, like, what fangirl scribble madness looks like. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, thanks for sticking through. We'll be right back with our random game. Come on, Chanyeol. Okay, we are back. 
And this week, we got a boy group, a hip-hop boy group, a quartet uh, named MIB, which stands for something I just forgot, Um, Most Incredible Busters. (laughs) Yeah. Not Men in Black. Nope. Not Men in Black. Uh, they debuted in 2011, but it says on their on uh, their Wikipedia that their entertainment company started investing in them in 2009 mm-hmm. and spent 1.7 million USD like putting this group together. Yeah, uh, they're from a company that I'm not familiar with. It's called Jungle Entertainment. So I wonder if they're more of like a hip hop uh, oriented group, or I mean company. Uh, this group disbanded in 2017. Um, they had several albums. It's um, and like to moderate to large success, um, they have a member. They have three Korean members and one uh, Japanese member. One of their Korean members is named Young Cream, which I find gross. <laughs> yeah, um, the other one, the other ones are Five Zeke Sims, and then the only member of this group, like that I knew of outside of this group, his name is Kangnam, and that's the that's his Korean name. That's mm-hmm. he's the Japanese member. He's on TV a lot, mm-hmm. like he gets to host TV shows or whatever. So I like knew him from that. Yeah, you do his face. Um, but I don't know if I've ever heard any of their music before. I don't um, think I have. It looks like their most popular video that we will be watching is called Bounce. Chisa Bounce. Chisa Bounce. So let's let's see what that's Here all. Here we about. go. Slow motion twirling in a room filled with smoke. A dark, empty room filled with smoke. She's a bounce. Their suits look like sticks of gum. Yeah, they're like red and green and blue. This kind of has a target effect to their sets. Yeah. With the super bright colored walls. Oh shit. A lot of build up in this song. Oh. Oh. Have you? Excuse me. <laughs> okay, one of them has really bad braids, but is doing like a cute science experiment. I hope that's not one of those terrible hats with the braids attached to it. I hate those. Is it worse to have real braids? No, they look real. He turned the hat around. They're both bad. I just don't like it when they, when K-pop idols have cornrows and braids. Cultural appropriation isn't cool, guys. Oh, one of them is in a straight jacket. The plot of this music video is very odd. Yeah. Oh, the other members. Oh, oh. Oh, They're men in blacking him. (laughs) Maybe he's supposed to be an alien because he has weird snake eyes. Kind of like the song. Sound. 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 
이름 모으고 서나 주질 않지 그런 아픈 생각 그 거에 뭐하고 주저 묻지 팔도록 갔어 비벼 작년에 왔던 내 맘이 다 죽지도 않고 또 왔네 Suit change 죽지도 않고 버텼네 싫으면 싫다 해 싫으면 싫다 해 그래도 우린 또 들이 Okay, they definitely are hearkening back to this men in black with the like memory erasers. The the lyrics are like specifically about them as a group. Like we've endured through all the other K-pop songs. Like if you don't like us, just say it. Like they're just talking about MI. Like they're talking about MIB. All right. It bothers me that in one of the sets, they're wearing, two of them are wearing red suits, one of them is in white, and one of them is in blue, because the reds are not exactly the same, Mm. and in every other scene, they've each had their own color. Oh. It seems dumb. And I also, those look like the exact suits that 2PM's wearing in the My House video, like they took them from the same closet. They look the same. It's possible. I feel like K-pop idol, K-pop outfits appear on multiple idols. Ooh, I wonder if this is DigiPetty. There's an animal head and they're in like a colorful room. Oh, all right. That was kind of an abrupt ending, but all right. MIB, choose a bounce. There you go. That was that. Well, they're not a group anymore, but it looks like they maybe they have some more fun, dancey hip hop music like that for you. Yeah, I didn't hate the song. No, that was good. I didn't love the video. It, it was kind of boring, yeah. but um, but the song was fun. Yeah. All right. Well... Thanks for enduring through this hour longest episode ever. I'm sure that we will never beat it. Uh, okay, so that was our that was our bias episode. It was a lot. I'm I'm I've sweated through my Mino <laughs> shirt like with all of my feelings. Um, so recommendations for this week. What do I want my recommendation to be? Um. Uh, my recommendation is a random performance from long ago. I will look up where it is exactly so that I can tell you. But this was like, I'm thinking of it because it was like a Mino moment for me. Um, and this, it's a cover of Shiny doing Sorry Sorry by Super mm. Junior. I want to find out like exactly where it was at so I can tell people what to look for. Uh, it was at... Korean music wave in Bangkok live. Um, it's quite, it's a bit old, but um, yeah, they look, everybody looks real good. It's honey, honey hair, Mino. Yeah. And, and he sings in it. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. So that's my recommendation. I love that video. What's yours? Mine is also um, a, uh, actually a per- perfectly, um, corresponding song or performance because mine is um, a video called from a show called Immortal Song, which is um, basically a show in which current pop stars and groups go onto the show and redo or like do a cover of a like an iconic Korean song. And so EXO has been on there a couple of times. I'm going to recommend the video that uh, brought me to tears this morning, which is uh, it's called Immortal Song 2. It is specifically Chen and Baekhyun and the song is called Really I Didn't Know. It is a perfect example of 
perhaps my number one reason that I love Jungdae so much, which is his voice. Like, he's such an incredible singer that his voice sends me to the moon. Um, and this, he just, I mean, Baekhyun is a great singer too, but I don't, I'm not in love with Baekhyun. Um, Chen and Jungdae, same person, um, just flutters my heart, uh, so much. And this, I, I love, I love this. I love this song. It's a beautiful recommendation. <sighs> it's a ballad. It will, it if you're you soft cry. and weak like me, it will make <laughs> you cry. <laughs> Uh, we we do have very this this episode has left me with a very soft heart. So um, we are soft people that have soft. a lot of feelings. So be I nice just to have us. A lot of feelings. Um, well, if you have feelings about your biases that you want to send us, I want to see pictures of people's biases, like your favorite picture of them. So send those to us, and you can send them to us. AMA Kpop Pod on Twitter and Instagram, amakpoppod.tumblr.com for all of our links. And uh, if you want to send us a long email, uh, amakpoppod at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. If you have any silly um, bias merch, I want you to take a picture of yourself with it and send it to us because we're going to be posting silly pictures yeah. of us with our yeah, silly and bias I'll, merch. Yeah, and I'll show, I'll take pictures of the frame picture on my, de- like, all of these things. So if you have things like that, if you have, like, a shrine to your bias somewhere in your room, like, please Ooh, send I'll me take a picture, picture of, of my it. special chair in yeah. my house. <laughs> yeah, and Helica has, like, a, a slight, a slight, like, Mino shrine. Um, <laughs> Uh, as as of the, the day that this episode is coming out, we still have 10 days until we're going to that K-pop festival, which is plenty of time to Amazon Prime more glow sticks. So if you want to participate in our fan project, we are buying glow sticks to represent Red Velvet, Rain, EXID, B2B, and NCT 127 uh, while they are at this festival. And we've already got a ton of glow sticks, and we can get even more if you guys want to mm-hmm. help. One dollar buys three glow sticks. Three glow sticks. So, and I've already got a couple hundred, so we're we're doing it um and it'll be really fun and you can know that you contributed to some k-pop joy um which is always fun so i don't know what we're going to be talking about next week but i bet it will be good whatever it is so (laughs) i guarantee you it won't be as long (laughs) yeah i can that that will be our apology is next week we'll make sure that it's kind of short uh but if if you listened all the way to here bless your heart thank you so much um anyway that's it we'll see you guys next week bye Bye. Jungya and your inspiration. Bye.